TR Jasmine Fielding, and you're listening to Broadway Babe 2000. This week, I have a very special guest, actually two guests with me. I have my good friend Joe and my good friend Zach. I've known them both for a very long time, so I'm super excited to have them with me. Zach will be joining us a little later in the episode, but now I'm here with Joe. Hi, Joe. Hi, Tiara. How are you? I'm Joe. How are you? I'm good. Hanging in there, you know, quarantine and stuff. But, you know, we're vibing. We're just chilling. We're vibing. We're chilling. So Joe and I have actually known each other since, like, the sixth grade, right? Yeah, sixth grade. Middle school. Middle school. And I don't remember exactly how we met, but all I know is we were in a You're a Good Man, Charlie Brown together, and you were the star. You were Charlie Brown. I was Charlie Brown, yeah. Yeah. The height of my theater career. The peak. The peak. So what was it like being the star in the sixth grade? (laughs) Um, I mean, it was something, you know, that was my first musical ever. Um, So it was kind of a shock, you know, for a little, how old was I? 11, 12, 12. I was Yeah, 11. So I never done like a show before. Um, That was my first musical. I mean, I've sung before, but I never like acted that much. So I was really shocked when I got that role um especially since you know i beat out eighth graders it's like no big deal it's fine uh <laughs> but uh no it was really cool it was really fun um i made a lot of good memories i have a lot of good memories from that show i still have like a shirt that i wore um and i have like a newspaper article from the new school newspaper about it um so yeah i mean it's always something that i took with me it's always a great memory to look back on and it's a great story to tell uh and um, it was really nice Mm-hmm. And it's so funny because Joe and I have done so many shows together. We did yeah. shows outside of school too. We were in a production yeah. of 13 and it happened to be the weekend of my bat mitzvah and yeah. my friend Maddie's bat mitzvah. So we were going from each other's bat mitzvahs like to the show and it was the funniest thing. Uh, I remember that show really well too. Yeah, that was in the, um, where was it? It was East Meadow Jewish Community Center in the basement. Yeah. Yeah. And it was all us little Jews, like all the little Jews that were in musical theater coming together to put on 13. 13, a show about being Jewish. And I was Evan, and the whole plot was about me getting my bar mitzvah, and I'm not even Jewish. so. <laughs> but you still killed the Torah portion. Thank you, thank you. Mr. Eckers told me well how to speak Hebrew, so... <laughs> Shout out to Mr. Eckers. Shout out to Scott Eckers, yeah. Teaching me Hebrew. <laughs> uh, I, do you remember how we met? I honestly don't remember. I mean, like, we were in Thompson, our middle school together. Um, I just, I think we just kind of, like, like, we, again, we were in the same show. And I think we we're, like, in the same, do you remember, like, the teams? So we were on the same team. Like, you remember how, like. The yeah, the Rockets. Yeah, the Rockets. Yeah, we were on the same team. So we just kind of, like, bumped into each other a lot. So. so they would basically, for anyone who doesn't know what we're referring to, they would divide our grade into three teams based off of teachers and what your homeroom was. Yeah. And we would like have a competition, I think, and they would put photos on the wall with everybody's picture in the rocket ships. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, what were the names of the other teams? I honestly don't remember. I can't remember. I just remember like the teams like determine what teachers you had. Cause like we had switching classes, but like you wouldn't be in with like everyone, you know? So like we had, like if you were on the same team, you were probably in the same classes or like you're very close to the same like core classes. Mm-hmm. That's like the only thing I remember about the teams. And yeah, so Joe and I have kept in touch all these years. We went to high school together. 
Did many shows throughout high school. Yes, we have many funny stories. We have a lot of funny stories. Yeah, it was a good. It was mild. We have a lot of stories we could like blackmail each other with in the future, <laughs> but like choose not to. Yeah, definitely, definitely. <laughs> uh, I remember this one time, Joe and I were driving to rehearsal, and he picked me up for some reason, or I had picked him up. And Zero Van Hansen, we had just seen it for our choir class field trip. Yeah, and. He put on like breaking a glove from Sherman Hansen. <laughs> do you remember what I'm talking about? And I just no, I started don't, like I, I do not remember. <laughs> we were yes, it was your car. We were in your like little black jeep, okay. and you put on to break in a glove, and we were singing it together. And I was singing Ben Platt's part, and then you were like, "No, you sing Michael Park." So I started I singing. I do not remember this. So are you sure this happened? Yes, like I vividly remember it. I sang to break in a glove, and there was like this funny part. I don't remember, like mattress rubber bands repeat, and like you kept making me say that for some reason. <laughs> okay, I think I have like a vague memory of it. Okay, because I have a video of me in your car it was like september senior year and you're singing um you will be found but you're just singing like by yourself <laughs> and you're like trying to like go up the octave uh it's a good video you'll have to send it to me later that's so funny it's a good video. but yeah joe and i have always like been like friends to each other and we have so many funny stories and Joe has went on through college. He's not a theater major, but you're still involved in theater and acapella and stuff like that. So talk about how your transition to college has been and how you had to make the decision. Because I know we spoke about, are you going to like pursue music or theater in college? Yeah, I mean, I, as you know, when, I, when we were in high school, we were both involved in the drama club, which was called ACT. Um, and then I got on the board, I became the president of ACT. So I, my entire high school, uh, was basically high school experience was surrounded by theater. Um, so when I went to college, I didn't necessarily know what I wanted to do or like what I wanted to study. So I wanted to go to a school that like had a lot of flexibility in what I wanted to study. Um, so I chose my school college, of the Holy Cross, Massachusetts It's a small liberal arts school. Cause I want something small. Uh, I didn't want to be in a city. I wanted like a more campus feel. Um, but I know I didn't want to continue with theater because I don't like it, but it's more like, I had, that was like all I knew, you know, I wanted to branch out and like try other things, which I happily was able to do. Um, so like throughout my entire freshman year, I got involved with music more because I, you know, I was always with, I always did like chorus and stuff, but I never like really like, pursued opportunities of more just singing and just music in general. Um, so I did that. Like I joined a bunch of choirs. I joined an acapella group. Um, I took music classes. So I did that. Um, and then, you know, seconds this semester before Corona hit, uh, I, <laughs> I decided I wanted to go back and try a show. Um, the show was Bear, a pop opera, a really good show. Um, and I auditioned. It was like a student-directed production. I and, love Bear. Yeah, uh, it's a good show. And I auditioned, and I was like, extremely nervous because I haven't auditioned for anything at that point for like a show in like more than a year. Um, so I was like, extremely nervous. I had to wake up early. I had to like prepare 16 bars, you know, the whole, you know, the whole shebang. Um, and I auditioned, uh, had to do the dance audition, the singing audition. Um, it's a song through shows. There was like no read through. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, uh, I bombed the dance audition cause I can't dance. Um, but you know, I thought the singing went okay. 
Um, and then I actually booked the role of Peter, which is one of the lead roles. So <laughs> um, that was really cool. But then Corona hit. So unfortunately, it didn't happen. But it was you guys should do it over Zoom or something. We did I mean actually. Um, we had like a reunion. Well, well, the thing what we did was before when we got found out that we we're leaving for the semester, we like scrambled together a concert performance of the show. So that's what we did um, in front of an audience. And it was really good. We got some closure out of it. And then over like a couple weeks after what would have been our opening night, we like did a reunion over Zoom and watched the recording of the concert that we did. So mm -hmm. we got some like performance out of it, but it wasn't like the same, obviously. If you want to like reprise your role, I'd be willing to play Nadia. Just like putting that out there. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I'll contact if we do bear again. Um, I'll contact. You'll contact College of the Holy Cross. Say I have this nice Jewish girl from Long Island willing to play Nadia. <laughs> Nadia is a good role. Uh, me, and, me and the girl who played Nadia actually became really good friends. Um, her name's Olivia. Well, I call her Liv. Um, we're really good friends now, but like I did not know her before the show at all. But like we're really good friends. But yeah, that show was great because I met so many amazing people through it. Because the show is a very dark show with very heavy subject matter. Um, so we all kind of like had like a collective trauma <laughs> through it. <laughs> um, and then like obviously when Corona hit, you know, it was a lot. But like you know, I have I made friends in it that I know will last me for a lifetime, uh, and I'm really thankful for them. Um, but yeah, it's a, it was a great return. Hopefully, next time I audition for a show, I'll actually be able to do it. <laughs> um, so yeah. Speaking of making good friends through theater, I have another good friend who just joined us. He was recording a video for his sister's kickline audition. Mr. Zachary Hausman, who happened to play my husband when we were maybe eight years old. We were seven. <laughs> but yeah, um, hi everyone. My name is Zach. Um, it's so great to meet you all. Um, yeah, I mean, quarantine is crazy. I'm so happy to be here with you guys. Yeah, Tiara, how have you been doing? Give me the lowdown. I'm good, Zach. Thank you so much for asking. I am chilling and I'm so happy to have you guys and talk about theater and life. Before you came on, Joe and I were talking about how we met each other through theater and how he recently was in a concert version of Bear, the pop opera musical. Mm -hmm. And I am super excited to have you now because we could talk about a bunch of funny stories. Joe and I were talking about some of our experiences. And Zach, you, of course, are involved in theater. One of the most recent theater experiences you've had. Totally. So the most recent theater experience that I had, so it's, that's very interesting because, so I was studying abroad this semester. I was actually in Italy in Florence, and that was a whirlwind of an experience, of course, being in the epicenter of the coronavirus. So you could talk I a little bit about that too, if you want. Oh yeah. Okay. Um, but yeah, I was in Italy and I was there. Um, it, it was definitely very wild. I mean, coming home, they gave us two days. It was, they, emailed us at 11 p.m. at night because it was the New York campus. They gave us two days to come home and pack up all of our stuff. And I mean, personally, I had no idea. I was away in Prague the weekend before they gave us this announcement. And it was Monday, 11 p.m. We were at a bar, all drinking, all hip hip hooraying. And, and then we get the email. So I, I'm very grateful that 
I, I guess I've made it through two epicenters without getting a hint. Um, Italy and New York. I mean, I guess I'm a robot or something. But I mean, and you were literally in the city because I had seen you maybe a week after you got home at school. And on your birthday. On my birthday. <laughs> yes. But I, I mean, it, it, it's so crazy. I think this whole time is, it it definitely is very reflective on on where on what our generation really wants to do and how we can rise up after it um i think sorry going back to theater what you said um the last theater experience i had uh, i don't even know because i'm definitely i mean i'm involved in a couple projects right now um i'm producing a play through zoom woohoo everyone come um I'm doing that through um, and NYU Tisch, a senior in dramatic writing. Is um, he wrote a play, which is actually really incredible. It is the the name is definitely going to change, so I don't want to reveal it just yet. But that's the theater experience that I'm uh, particularly involved in right now. And yeah, I'm actually writing a musical as well. But Ooh. that's so awesome! I'm super excited to see that when it comes to the works. And I know I'll definitely be involved. Yeah, you'll be involved. You'll be involved. Come on. I'll be leading producer and starring role. Leading producer. You'll be, you'll be Broadway World Press Release, T.R. Jasmine Fielding stars in. Um, right now, I'm involved in a couple little projects, which is really exciting. I'm producing a Zoom staged reading through Zoom webinar. And it's one of um, a senior in Tish who's in dramatic writing's new work. It's about um, men in power, and I think it's really powerful. Um, so yeah, that's that's the theater experience that's coming your way soon, the public. Um, and yeah, so also I was studying abroad this past semester, which is very interesting. And NYU, we choose to they have a study abroad our sophomore year, just to do living in the city and with apartments. You want to usually. Um, have that your junior year and since you since it's definitely safer to not sublet um, your apartment just if you're putting your name down on the lease then um, yeah we go our sophomore year so I studied abroad um, my sophomore spring and I was there on January 28th I went and I was in Florence I had the I had an incredible 28 days there Um, I saw Bologna I saw Venice and Milan, I saw Prague, and I also saw Rome on my seven-hour layover. Um, But yeah, I think it was really crazy coming home from Florence, just that being, just because it was in the epicenter of the entire coronavirus. So I was there, um, uh, the, the weekend before we were told that we had to leave, I was in Prague, and I had no idea that the coronavirus was boiling and rising in in Italy. So that Monday during the school day, um, our Italian professors were telling us like, don't worry, like everything's gonna be fine. Like they're not gonna send you guys home. Like don't be so dramatic to this one girl in our class. Little did I know that that night I'm at a bar with two of my friends. We're a little tipsy on a couple Aperol spritzes and we're, we're we're at a place called the Lion's Fountain. And I get an email and it's 11.30 and the email says that we have to go home. And I think something that was really interesting about it was we were told that we had to go home for four weeks, not for the entire semester, which is really weird. Um, but yeah, the email said that we had to get out of Florence by Thursday, um, make our own flight arrangements and whatnot. 
And it was just very, very scary. I think walking around or even being in the airport was really scary because, I mean, of course, like when you're wearing glasses and when you're wearing glasses and, and also wearing a mask and you have all your luggage and everything and you're running through the airport, it's, it's definitely very like, oh my God, like what if I like take my mask off just to get a breath and I get it. And I, I think everyone was just... It was more so that the American students were more scared. The Italians weren't really scared of the coronavirus, which is really interesting. And yeah, um, while I was there on my flight that I was supposed to go home on on Wednesday, my flight got canceled in the airport, which is really scary. Um, so they put us up in a hotel, which was actually a beautiful hotel. Um, and then I left the next day at 6 a.m. Um, and... Yeah, I mean, it's crazy that I've been in both the epicenters of the coronavirus and I have not gotten it. I mean, I feel very grateful that I have not gotten it. I'm, I'm very lucky that no one in my immediate family has gotten sick with the coronavirus. And I, I feel mm-hmm. terrible for anyone who has. I think that this is a, it's a very scary time. But I think even with the creation of this podcast, it shows that we as artists must come together and and. And doing so changes the world. And I think that we really can. And I'm very happy to be here, Mrs. Tiara Jasmine Fielding. Oh, Zach, I love you. And I'm super happy that you're healthy and safe. I mean, I know this is super scary times. And I was so happy that I got to see you right when you came home on my birthday, which was a great surprise. Even though unintentional, it was amazing. And we got to ring in midnight together. And we sang happy birthday with the security guard at my building. Yes, we did. Yes, we did. But yeah, if you because you guys can't see what we all look like because this is through sound, Zach has been playing the montage of his sister's bat mitzvah throughout this whole time. So Joe put himself on mute because he's been laughing hysterically. Joe, you can now unmute if you would like. Hi. <laughs> Hi. Yeah, it was, a, it was a great video. I mean, I'm not making fun of Sydney Houseman. I think it's a very well-published, very well-made entrance video. Um, it's just it's just unexpected, you know. You know, not, not what I expected to see on a podcast. But I really, I appreciate it. But yeah, Joe, Zach, and I, we've gone through a bunch of things together. Let's all talk about one of our funnest theater experiences. So let's all go around and talk about, like, something crazy, something funny. One of my craziest memories is when we were doing a production of Les Mis, and Zach basically broke his leg, which is like not a fun memory, but it was very crazy. So Zach, let's talk a little about that. What even happened? I don't remember because I was just so worried about you. Oh my God, I love you, Tiara. Thank you for worrying for me. Um, but yeah, it was definitely crazy. Um, so I was a sophomore. I was I was on the tables acting out as Tenardier, and I was I was having fun. I was closeted, might I add. And I was on the tables dancing and it wasn't actually during the master of the house song, which people um, thought it happened in because what happened was I didn't exactly break my leg. I broke my toe, which is not as, thank God I didn't break my leg, but it was very scary because I was just, I was, it was Javert coming in um, and we were all in the town square scene and I was supposed to fall on the floor, but I fell over myself and I fell on my toe and I look at the Madame Tenardier who's sitting right next to me, Elizabeth Cini, and I was like, oh my God, like you need to help me right now. And she's like, what? And I'm like, something is wrong. Like I cannot feel my foot. 
And then she helped me come off stage. But one of the things that I was told after the show, um, so I, I go off stage and then the acting teacher who happens to be an EMT, um, Jean Connor, um, he was examining my foot. He was making sure that I was okay. And then, um, yeah, for the second half of the show, I was on a cane. And a lot of people after the show were like, oh my God, like Zach, like, I don't know what it is, but you've like, so, you've grown as an actor. Like you really showed the aging of Tenardier. And I was like, yeah, that was all me. Um, but really it was just me leading because my toe was not working. Um, I went to get an x-ray and luckily it was just that I broke my toe. Um, and I continued with the show the rest of that weekend. That was the second of our four performances. And I actually wrote my college essay on that about how, um, I think, especially, I mean, as artists, like we try to create a story to, to try to heal and to try to, try to allow an escape for our audiences. But I think that the whole, the, the fact that I overcame that was one of my, was a great, a great story to write about and mm -hmm. something that I think really shaped me into who I am today. And you were a real trooper. I mean, like you said, you went on with the show. Anybody in the audience wouldn't have guessed that you literally had a broken toe. Oh yeah, I, it was so it was so crazy because I, I remember like someone telling my mom or something, but my, my my sister was not in on it. She was like, "What's wrong with him?" Like, she, like she didn't know that something was wrong with him. But like afterwards in the show, when I'm coming out in a wheelchair, because they were like, "Something's wrong with his foot." She was like, "What?" And then they carried me into my mom's car, and it was just it was very surreal. Um, but it was such a great experience the three of us had together. I think that we have so many great theater experiences together. I mean, Joe, if you want to talk about another show that we did together, or Tiara and I actually did really Wonka together when we were um, seven years old, um, not eight years old, but we um, were married in the show. And mm -hmm. it, it was definitely a real a, a love, a, a love I, theme going there. I mean, Zach has always been connected to me. And I feel like he is one of my, like, lifelong friends. So I just think it's so funny because, like, every birthday I post this video of him and I playing husband and wife just to, like, get him. <laughs> every birthday. And also your mom does, too. She shares it. I love that. I love your mom. Yeah. How have you been holding up in quarantine, Miss Tiara Jasmine? I'm good. I'm happy. You know, just trying to stay sane concentrate on creative outlets like this and get guests like you people to talk with me so I have some entertaining things to speak about besides myself. Well, I'm very happy to be here. I'm sure Joe is as well. Yeah. Um, Joe, Joe, tell us about some theatrical experience memories you've had. One crazy theatrical experience I had was, it was our, I believe our sophomore year we were doing The Crucible, um, which is a play about the Salem Witch Trials. And I was playing Judge Hawthorne. And I was in one of the last scene of the show because we were condemning, what's his name? Uh, John Proctor to death. Um, it's like the final scene of the show. And I was in the last show. And I don't know. So I'm very lactose intolerant. Uh, so um for intermission for some reason i thought it'd be a good idea to like have um an iced coffee with milk in it um however in the last scene of the show which i was you know i didn't have many lines that in that scene per, per se but i had to stand there you know 
condense someone. However, my lactose intolerance caught up with me um, and I had to stand in the middle of the stage with extreme stomach cramps and I really, really had to poop. Um, you know, it was, it was, it was bad. Um, and like, it hurt. And I thought I was going to poop my pants on stage. Cause you know, lactose intolerant people, you can't hold it in for very long. Um, so I had to hold that in for the entire scene. Um, extremely painful, but I did it. But the thing is, the thing is I had to wait until after the bouts to actually go to the bathroom. So I had to hold it in for the scene and for the bows. And as soon as the bows were over, I ran to the bathroom and, um, you know, did what I had to do. It was not a pretty sight. Um, it was not fun, but you know, you gotta do what you gotta do. Yeah. You gotta do what you gotta do. I mean, there's definitely been plenty of times where I've been in costume and I like, really have to go to the bathroom <laughs> like i've definitely like tooted sometimes in my costume like we did a production of cinderella and i really had to pee one time right before i went on for the second act and i was the stepsister charlotte and she opens the second act so i really had no options and i literally almost peed myself during the song I mean, I feel you, Tiara. I mean, one time when we were doing Shrek the Musical, I was one of the pigs. I was sticks. And there was a uh, malfunction with my microphone. Um, and it fell off of my pants and just kind of hit the ground. And, like, you know, it was one of those face mics. So it was taped to my face. So it, like, really hurt because the tape ripped off my face. But, like, it was barely hanging on, and we were in the middle of a dance number, so I had to, like, reach under my costume while we were dancing. And, like, Greg, it was, like, down my pants, like, because I wore a fat suit. And I had to, like, reach in and, like, grab it and, like, put it in my glove. So I was, like, holding it under my glove, so it's, like, a pig hoofed glove, uh, and complete the dance number um, in extreme pain. And didn't, weren't you an understudy, or Zach was the understudy for someone in Shrek and had to go on? Yes, so I was the understudy in Shrek Le Musical. For one of um, the pigs. I was for one of the pigs. So um, what happened was it was my freshman year, and I was definitely very, very, I was definitely anxious in general. I mean, it was my first show on the main stage in Syosset. We just have to prefix this, that in our high school, theater was very competitive, and people were, like, crazy about it. And they only accepted, like, five freshmen, and we're three out of the five. Yeah, so this was, just, it was crazy. I remember doing that. And um, what happened was I was going on for the Pied Piper and I was like, all these like, like, um, like many, the characters had like nine costumes and I was running around. And then the, we had to, one of our show dates got moved to Monday because of the, a snowstorm um, and what happened was one of someone from the cast um, had this had it was not the swine flu it was the flu but because he was playing a pig we called it the swine flu so um, I had to go on for him as well which was I mean it, it was definitely one of those Broadway moments where the understudies had to quickly shape and, and learn everything in a matter of hours. I remember getting told by um, the theater director that I have to do that. And he signed me out of the rest of the day. And I worked with a senior who was the dance captain who taught me three different numbers. And and then Ms. Howell and I worked on the 
singing for it. And yeah, but we had some crazy, crazy experiences. We were at a, in a theater program that gave us so many opportunities to do so many different shows. I remember Tiara even directed a one act, which was really amazing. And yeah. And Joe directed a one act too. I was actually in his show. And yeah. let, let's talk a little bit about that experience and how I got involved. I don't remember. Did you just need someone or did I audition? That's a good question. I don't remember if you auditioned or if I asked you to be in the show. I think, let me think. I feel like I didn't audition. I don't think you auditioned. I think we recruited you, yeah, because we needed someone. And Tiara is a a fabulous actress, so. Yeah. Yeah. She was a steal. She was a steal. So are you guys. Uh Oh. I mean, I've been in one of Jack, one of Zach's shows. He directed Significant Other. I played Helene, the grandma, which is a great show. And the, you did such a great job with that role. I remember you honestly just becoming said grandma. And and yeah, we're actually doing a, a reunion Zoom for that actually tomorrow. So that's very exciting. Is that happening? Yes, it is. It is. Oh, Paulina, I'm so excited. Uh, a, not a set list, but we're working on a, uh, some things that we're going to hit in, in said Zoom and, and talk about. And we're thinking about going through watching the show that was posted online. And mm-hmm. um, yeah, I think it's going to be really fun. We should honestly do a read through. Really? Mm-hmm. Joe, what were you going to say? Yeah, I mean, I mean, this is completely unrelated, but since we're talking about funny theater memories, I remember one time, I forgot what show it was, it was Les Mis, or it might have been Cinderella. Um, it might have been Cinderella, I think it was Cinderella. We were doing Cinderella, and every year we had Saturday rehearsals, so we would come in early on a Saturday morning, and we'd do it through the afternoon. It was like, it was usually like two or two weeks before opening night, so we'd like get, this, get the uh, show done. And I was with a good friend of mine, Rachel, and we were walking into the auditorium and Tiara <laughs> comes on, you know, she's driving. Yeah, it, it had to be Cinderella because you were driving. You were driving and you were pulling up. And for some reason, I don't think you saw me, you started backing up and backing up and you started backing up onto the sidewalk. And your car was fully on, like, the school, like, sidewalk where me and Rachel were walking. And we had to, like, stop and, like, scream, Tiara, you're literally on the sidewalk. Uh, yeah, you got off the sidewalk. No one was hurt, thank God. But that's something oh I'll always God. remember. That's so, so funny. Oh, my God. No, we really do. I mean, to think about it, like we've all been friends and all kind of stayed in the same circle since like freshman year at least with like all of us together. But like I've known Zach since I was like seven years old, Joe, like since we were like 11. So it's really crazy to see how much we've grown and how theater and music has always stayed a constant in our life and how it will continue to. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. I mean, I I think it could be for all of us when like I don't think I don't think no matter what career we go into, what we study or like what we do with our lives, like it will always be involved in music and theater in some capacity. Even if you're like a politician, you can have like a singing show that's like Joe the Politician sings. Like Ben Platt. Like Ben Platt. Exactly. I could see that. Has anyone seen um, uh, Ryan Murphy's new Hollywood that's on Netflix? With Darren Chris? 
Yes. I have not, but I want to watch it. I heard it was very good. And there's so many amazing shows coming out right now. I mean, last night I was watching the Bombshell concert, which is Smash. As you guys all know, we love Smash in the theater community. And this morning I woke up to a very big announcement that Smash is coming to Broadway. Yeah, they're doing the Bombshell musical, right? They're like adapting the musical from the show and they're putting it on stage. I think that's what no, I they were going to do that, but this is a musical about Smash and about the process building Bombshell. Oh, that's different. Okay. Because I remember a couple of years ago, they were thinking about doing that. They were thinking of making Bombshell like an actual musical. Mm-hmm. Like I there's that. a Playbill article and everything, like making Bombshell, and it just never happened. Exactly. It never happened. Then I saw the article, and I'm like, oh, that's old news. They've been trying that for years. And I didn't know they're making like Smash the music. Oh, okay. That makes mm-hmm. more sense. Mm-hmm. To club. That'd be yeah. clever. That'd be good. I mean, the show didn't run for very long. It only was like two seasons. And those two seasons were filled with some great songs. I mean, one of my favorite songs, Let Me Be Your Star, as you guys know, comes from that. I'm. How many times have I sing Let Me Be Your Star to you guys? Multiple, multiple, multiple times. That's your favorite song. Like, if I had to guess. Didn't you sing it in a talent show uh, one year? A cabaret. Yeah, a cabaret. Sorry. Yeah. But, um, so what have you guys been doing to fill time while you've been stuck at home? I've been watching a lot of TV. I just finished this new show on Amazon Prime called Upgrade, which is really good. It's about, like, the afterlife and basically Sims version of the afterlife. Oh, wow. Mostly, I've been playing this game that has been that dropped in March called Animal Crossing New Horizons. Um, it is a game that does not have an end. Um, so you just keep playing and you keep playing and you keep playing. Um, I've had a lot, I put a lot of hours into it. Um, it's keeping me sane. It is basically an escape. It's like a virtual life simulator game. So kind of like The Sims, but instead of people, it's like animals. Um, and it's really, really, and it's also played in real time. So the, um, you can't rush through it. So it, ha- it goes day by day and everything, like the date is correct. Like, for example, if it's like six o'clock in wherever you are in your time zone, like the sun will start to set. It's really cool. It's very well made, uh, but it does not end. So that's what I've been doing because, you know, what else am I going to do? I like that. I like that you're doing that, Joe. Um, what I've been doing recently is I've actually been um, writing a musical, which has been really, really fun and, and cool. Um, so I've been doing that, and I've also been, um, what else have I been doing? I've been, actually, I'm not even done with my finals yet. I have one more paper left, and then I'll be done. Um, but otherwise, I have, um, I'm also producing a play that I said before, and I'm also, um, uh, yeah, taking a summer class, really just trying to make use of my time here work on myself, of course, and try to come out of quarantine stronger. And that's really beautiful because I know there's so many people that are really struggling out there right now to stay sane and stay healthy. I mean, I know it's very easy. We could all run into our kitchen cabinets and just like eat 10 bags of chips in a sitting, but we're out there. We're working on ourselves, working on our art, which is super beautiful. What's the last thing you saw when Broadway went before Broadway closed? Tell me hit that one first. Oh, okay. Um, the last thing I saw, it's actually really interesting because 
I was supposed to see a lot of shows when I came back from Florence, but the last show that I wound up seeing was Beetlejuice. But I was supposed to see, um, oh, I lost the name of it. What is the name of, oh, Jagged Little Pale, I was supposed to see. And I was also supposed to see Six in London when I visited London, but also while I was in Florence. And yeah, um, it's crazy that the theater community um, really has, uh, since Broadway's going to be closed and since we're a non-essential industry, I think it's, it's crazy that the thought of not being able to see shows for so long, but I think that I, 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 as theater lovers and, and, and people who are trying to join the said theater industry it's in some means or in some capacity, I think that us playing music and, and us listening to music and us helping each other is really what's going to help us rise up the most when we come out of this. I agree, Zach. I mean, it's hard, especially as, like you said, people are looking to enter um, or looking to do shows, looking to see shows. You know, it's going to be a while before we get back to what was normal. You know, we're not going to be, even when theaters start opening up again, it's not going to be the same. It's going to be, you know, chairs are going to be closed. The capacity is going to be, you know, because we all know that Broadway theaters are quite small uh, when it comes to seating. You know, many times have I sat down and my elbows are touching a stranger. Um, That's very uncomfortable. But, you know, that can't happen, you know, in the times we live in until, you know, there's effective treatment or a vaccine. Um, But, you know, Music and shows give people a, an escape, uh, a, a comfort, especially now in such troubling times. I mean, you, you kind of need that more than ever. You need entertainment. So I think us as actors and as people who enjoy theater or who are involved in this, we need to find some alternatives um, to kind of serve the masses. You know, um, the reason we're putting on a show is to entertain people. And obviously we can't do that in the same capacity given the current climate. But I think... Um, we're creative enough that we could probably figure out a way to actually get the people um, what they want, you know, entertain people without putting them in danger. Yeah. And that's the really beautiful thing about theater and online communication has been so helpful during this time because we get to stay connected. And even though seeing a show on the laptop or your television is not the same thing as seeing it on the stage, it's something that we'll have to, deal with for the time being and still appreciate the fact that we get the art in the first place. And there's so many creative things coming out of this. I mean, I'm talking to you guys, there's people making shows, writing songs, and we're all involved in this stuff, which is super beautiful. So what are you guys looking forward to once we do get out of quarantine besides doing theater, obviously? Honestly, the first thing I'm going to do out of quarantine is go to a restaurant. <laughs> um, I love going to restaurants. I love going to coffee shops and just like sitting down and eating. Even if it's just like by myself, I just like to take that time outside my house and just like eat, relax, read something. Um, so the first, that's definitely going to be the first thing I do once they say it's safe to go eat in a restaurant, even if it's just like, you know, six feet apart from other people. Um, I'm hitting up a restaurant <laughs> and ordering a drink because <laughs> I need it. <laughs> I love that. I'm probably going to be doing the same with you, Joe. I think, I think that one of the first things I want to do too, and I think that everyone's going to be doing a lot of this is, is thinking about thinking, wow, this is not something that's just like a right. You know what I mean? Like a right meeting that I think before with, with all the crazy stuff that we have going on in our lives as college students, as, as alumni of a high school, as, 
as aspiring performers, like there's so many things that we always are, and it's always on our minds. And I think now, I, while I'm in those moments of all, I think we're all in those moments. We're all going to be so much more grateful for the moments and grateful for the fact that we're able to go out and, and be more grateful in those moments where even it's just a, a nice wine night chilling with friends. It'll be really, really fun and meaningful and special. Exactly. I, oh, sorry, Tiara. No, you go, you go. Okay. I mean, exactly. I mean, we take so much stuff for granted and like, you know, you never really realize what you have until it's gone. You know, when I started coming, when I first came home from school, I'm like, oh, it won't be so bad. You know, I'll have a couple friends with me. I'll be able to like go out, you know, and like meet up friends, even if she's at our houses, you know, it'll be fine. But like, you know, that obviously is not an option. So, you know, you really start to wonder and you start to appreciate what you had. And then when we get back to it, like, the one thing I probably learned out of this quarantine is that like nothing's guaranteed and you need to make the most out of the time you have because you never know when it's going to be gone. Yeah. And that's really something beautiful to say because it's super sad how this has affected people, but it's also really beautiful to see how connections have been built throughout this process. I mean, it's definitely taught me more about like my real friends, those who like check on me, those who I want to check on first. And it's just been a whole crazy process. And I can't wait till we're all back together, having a little drink, eating some pasta or something somewhere. Maybe I could have convinced my mom to throw another party in my basement. Oh, God. (laughs) But we just have so many memories together throughout our whole life and our childhood. So I just think it's really beautiful that I got you guys on here. And what's one thing you think you would tell your... Let's say eighth grade self now. That's a good question. Um, probably to not freak out <laughs> so much about like future stuff. Cause I know like I was the kind of person that started planning for college and like what I wanted to do in my life when I was like a freshman in high school. Um, so probably to not worry about it and appreciate the time you had, you know, when I was in high school, I was really looking forward to going, leaving high school, going to college. Um, but now that I'm in college, I kind of, regret the fact that I didn't bask in all the good things that high school came with. And like, I would like to, not that I'm saying I hate college, I love college, but you know, um, high school's a different experience and you're never, I'm never going to get that again. So I'll definitely tell myself to relax. Don't look, don't worry so much about the future and enjoy what you have in the present. Um, because you know, it's not going to be there one day and you know, you only live it, live through it once. So to appreciate it more. Great one, Joe. And I think the thing for me would be, to live more in the moment. It's definitely a thing that I've been trying to work on. And I think that it's a lesson that we're all, I think, thinking about is trying to live in the moment and and to relish all the good times. Because I think, especially as millennials, we're always thinking about the things that make us excited are usually the, the, the future plans that we have or the things that are coming up next. But honestly, even, even a... A, a good old Zoom like this is a special moment for me. So thank you so much, Tiara, for having us. Of course. I love you guys so much. Before we say our goodbyes, is there anything you want to plug or anything you want to leave by inspirational words? Uh, yeah, follow my Instagram, jobrian 718 <laughs> I'm always looking for new followers. I'm trying to get to 1,000. I'm at 9.30 right now. So if you can follow me, I'll follow back. Um, I'm also really uh, nice. Follow for follow. Uh, follow for follow. Like when you're yeah. like the sixth grade. 
<laughs> and plug wise, yeah, for sure. Everyone hit me up on Instagram. That's at Zachary Hausman or Pete at Zachary Hausman. Um, otherwise, uh, my sister has an incredible TikTok. Her name is at Sid Hausman. It changes my life every single day when I see a new TikTok by her. I'm just inspired by her creative work. And she has some really funny videos of me including a funny recording or should I say arrangement of um, the Savage song that I created. So yeah. And it's um, beautiful. Thank you, Tiara. Thank you. But yeah, I just want to thank you guys so much for joining me. It's always a fun time. Always exciting to speak to people that I've grown up with because they always say, as you get older, you want to know the more people you want to know you were when you were younger. True. So I'm confident that these boys will be at my wedding. Oh, we'll be there too. I I will be dancing the hora. I'll be lifting you in the chair. That is my goal. You'll be dancing the hora. Oh, and I'm just and when things come back, I'm just excited to come hang out, chill, like the good old days. Thank you guys. Bye. Bye. Bye.